1: So glad to have you with us again today. Thank you so much for tuning in. And uh, we never take for granted that you have a choice. And we're just really blessed that you're with us again today. Yes, we are. I'm Scott.
0: I'm Teresa.
1: And uh, today's topic is a great topic is about starting over. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm going to ask all uh, you guys out there.
0: Aren't you glad you can start over? Maybe you're starting over right now and you're about to say, I don't want to hear this. Yeah. We've been there, done that. We understand.
1: Absolutely. And every day is an opportunity to start over in something that's a part of your life. Mm -hmm. Whether it be a, a job or relationships or just your thinking. You know, just the way you approach, you know, life itself. You have a choice. God gives us that choice.
0: And if you're in that situation, we want to help you just see it a different way. We want you to be excited, be grateful, to embrace this time in your life when you can start all over again, when you can begin again. There are a lot of people out there who would love to have that opportunity, but don't. They don't have it. They're strapped. They can't. They can't even think about starting over again. Well, you know what? Here you go. You
1: know, and I also want to, you know, add in this could be a you know, an opportunity for you to start over with your relationship with Christ
0: or maybe you don't have one at all that's right
1: and so you know it's it's wonderful that we have that opportunity you know you've never blown it <laughs> to the point to where Christ is going to go ah uh, nah not all right two strikes three strikes you're out No, that's not the way it is.
0: And look, we just want to tell every single person that's listening right now, Scott and I have been to the depths of the pit of hell, Mm -hmm. and God has brought us out to the other side, and we're here to encourage you and give you hope. Don't think that things won't get better, because they will. They will. And I can honestly say, through all my hardships and everything I went through, I'm actually grateful now because of the person that I am now, for everything that I gained from those horrible times, the Mm -hmm. wisdom that I have now. And and not only that, probably more than anything, just the compassion and the common ground that I have with people who are hurting that I didn't have before. And we just want you to know to just stay in it, take it one day at a time, and be around people that are going to encourage you and lift you up, people that have been where you are. Mm They're not going to try to discourage you more. They're going to help you come out of these situations just a little at a time, day by day.
1: Yeah, there may be situations that you're going through that uh, you know, may be forcing you to start over again. Or it's your choice.
0: Right. But
1: you know what? We need to be grateful that we have that opportunity to start over, you know?
0: And to just see if you truly, truly question your faith during this time, then I admit that I did. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, that's that's still a hard thing for me to admit because I was raised in, a, in faith in a church going home, but things were always, you know, pretty easy for me. I didn't really have to depend on God like I did until I got into uh, my late 30s and realized oh, I did not trust Him the way that I thought that I had. And someone actually looked at me in the face and said, do you trust God in this? And I actually said, no, because I didn't understand everything I was going through. It was totally, totally contrary to what I was brought up to believe. And when those kind of things happen, you have to, for me, I had to really look at this situation and go, do I I really, really want to get to know God at a deeper level and trust Him now? for the rest of my life in a different way. And I did.
1: Right. You know, that's encouraging also, huh? you know, because uh, even if like myself, if I'm not going through a situation right now that that causes me to start over again, I know I know somebody in my life who is.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so God works through people.
0: He sure does. And
1: so for me to stand by and to watch a friend or a colleague or something like that who's going through a situation where they're stuck in life, and for me not to speak up and help them through the uh, the eyes of Jesus and, and the actions, it's, it's, it's wrong, I mean, to me.
0: And I was just looking back on those years, realizing how God had put people in my life before the onset, during the onset, and when I was coming out of it. And I, I'm just blown away by that kind of love that he had for me that I otherwise might not have uh, recognized unless I had been to the depths of the pit like that and then become grateful that I actually saw him move during all that. Right. It really opened my eyes to that. To that, he did not leave me. And God, like you just said, works through people and they're right there for me. They may not come packaged the way we think they're supposed to be looking and packaged and talking and mm-hmm. giving and all those kinds of things. But He knows what we need, and He knows who we need at these times.
1: That's right. And, you know, I know years ago when I gave my life to Christ and really began to to start my life over again, um, like Teresa had mentioned a couple of times, you know, as, as far as the depths of hell, I was living in it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and Jesus pulled me through
0: and he says in Psalms if you make your bed in hell he'll He'll be there too
1: that's exactly right he'll, he'll pull you back up you know it's just you have to be humble enough to admit it
0: and that's the hard part yeah
1: just be humble enough to say you know what I need help yep. can I talk to you for a minute mm-hmm you know? That's
0: where it all starts. That's
1: exactly right, and so that's really how God really wants you to to seek Him. Uh, it may be through others,
0: right? And we're not here to to preach and talk no. down to people, but in, in in the Bible it does say that God gives grace to the humble. He resists the proud, but He gives grace to the humble, and that means surrender, saying, "I give up what I've been doing, didn't work, hasn't worked, and I'm I'm willing to you know what listen to other people that obviously." been through and know better than me. And that's where I was. I surrounded myself mm-hmm. with I, I just spotted people that either had been through it or had what I wanted and said, tell me what to do. How did you mm-hmm. do it? And they would even say to me, nobody has ever done this. Mm-hmm. But the more I pressed in and swallowed my pride and said, here, I'm, I'm a student of you. Show me. Not only did they do that, but God came in behind me and He kept. I kept getting better and better and better and he was opening doors for me, and he was healing me, and he was bringing me to the other side, the more I was seeking, knocking, and asking.
1: That's right. And I know my mentor years ago, uh, Bill Bornstein, I mean, I, I would constantly be talking to him, yeah. you know, asking him questions, because yes. I knew what he had been through in his life and how God is working through him. And and I, and I just knew in, in the bottom of my heart that, that God could use me too, mm-hmm. but I just couldn't see how. But Bill explained to me how much God loves me, how much God is excited that I'm his son. And that began to change my life. God spoke clearly through my mentor, through another person, in order to give me the encouragement to love Jesus.
0: Yeah, and I I think for me, if I was able to just stop long enough and again look at who was in my life at that time, and I was again. I'm just shocked now, looking back on it, seeing how God just planted them there, and it was up to me to do my part. He's a gentleman. He wasn't gonna force them on me, but he certainly put them right there in front of me. So I made the first move. I did, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm forever grateful.
1: You know, and thinking of all the, you know, being so wise as I am, I don't know about that, but <laughs> but just thinking about all the wisdom that I have gained. Through the hardships.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, in James 1, 2, it talks about, you know, perseverance right. through hardships. You know, that's part of our life, okay? And so being a Christian doesn't mean it's just a, a rainbow, a constant rainbow around you all the time. There's going to be things that's going to happen that's going to get you discouraged. That's just the way it is.
0: Right, and we don't mean to be just, you know, unfeeling, uncaring, but right. as, as the saying goes, that's just life.
1: Yeah, it's life and and it stinks. He okay. <laughs> but if you persevere and you start over every day with Jesus, then it, you know you have to trust him.
0: And I just can't drive the point home enough to surround yourself with people yeah. who are going to encourage you who have been there. If it means you have to detach with love as we call it. From those people in, who love you or in your life that want to help, but really can't, you can't connect with because they don't know what you're going through. It's okay. God again put those other people in your life to turn to. He wants to love mm-hmm. you through them. Let him.
1: You know, and another thing, Teresa, about about this is it, the hardships you go through and what you learn. It teaches you how to treat others.
0: Is that what happened to you?
1: Oh, absolutely. You know, now I can empathize with fatherless children. I can empathize with people who have addictions. I can empathize with people who uh, are, um, don't have the monetary means. Mm-hmm. You know? Yes. And, and so uh, empathy um, conquers sympathy.
0: Well, and there's, mm-hmm. there's nothing to me that's more rewarding than being able to help somebody else based upon my own experience and trials and hardships and then see them get it and allow Mm -hmm. God to heal them by his love.
1: And so I get excited. I know you do too, hun. I get excited about starting over every day. Yeah. And having the life that God has given us, you know, the vision, and uh, and being better equipped. Being better equipped to to do life right.
0: Do it right this time. Yeah. We can do it right this time. Or at least, at least do it better. Which I think we are.
1: I, and, I believe so. You know,
0: and I'm so grateful, honey. I'm mm-hmm. so grateful now for what God has done in my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't ever want to and pray. I never take for granted what, what we have now.
1: Right. Myself. It's know, almost
0: sometimes like a miracle. It is. But, you know, God puts people together for his purposes, and I, I believe that now, too.
1: hmm you know, and one thing that really, I know, uh, strengthens you and strengthens me, and uh, the book of Romans 837, it says, we are more than conquerors through him who loves us. Starting over in any area can be tough, huh? You know, it's just the way it is. Oh, yeah. And uh, But embrace it and see it as a chance to draw you closer to Christ of being grateful to him for the chance to begin again and do things his way now.
0: Not our way, but his That's way. Right. And there's a song. I did it my way, and look where it got you. <laughs> That's right.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you know, and in, in, uh, in that scripture I just read, um, it says more than conquerors. So if you conquer something, is that it? I mean, is that the end? Is that is that you know where it where it stops? No, it's not. I mean, it's the springboard of all this new for you and how you conquer the situation along with your attitude and behavior are the keys to the fullness of joy and starting over and encouraging and encouraging others.
0: Attitude has everything to do with it. I, one of my dearest friends from childhood uh, went through cancer. I went through uh, a divorce a year after she went through cancer. And as kids, we could never have thought that we would experience what we did a year apart from each other. But the thing that always encouraged me about her was her attitude. And I can look back on those times, and I might show up at her house, and she might not have a wig on, or she might. Mm -hmm. She might have a hat on, and she might not. But her attitude was so infectious. And I, I truly believe that that had so much to do with those... Hard times and what an encouragement it was to other people around her. So the attitude during this time has everything to do with it. Right. And, and God sees that too.
1: That's right. Attitude is, is, uh, you know, sets your latitude. Mm-hmm. If you have a bad attitude, your latitude's not very high. Right. But if your attitude is set right, then you got great latitude pointing upwards.
0: And I don't know about you, but if I have a choice to be working with someone who has all this knowledge and all this experience but a rotten attitude versus someone who's teachable that knows nothing but a great attitude, I'm going with the latter. Because mm. being around and being with people whose attitudes are just, you know, right on with mm-hmm. faith and, and optimism, it's a joy to be with them. Right. And I just, you know, believe with all my heart now, again, based upon the past, that my attitude has so much to do with it.
1: Well, it does. And so, you know, uh, I tell you, one thing that's for sure is when you' when you're starting over, Jesus has to be the key point. And I found that out years ago, I am so in love with Jesus, and I know you are too hon. and he sets my attitude every day. I stumble. I'm a big old boy, too, and I fall. I fall pretty hard. But he's always there. You know what? Honey, do you mind if I just pray right now? No. For people who don't know Jesus, you're listening to us right now. Maybe you just stumbled across our podcast.
0: We sure are glad you did.
1: Yeah, we sure are. And uh, and those who uh, have known Jesus, maybe you have walked away that's okay but we want to give you the opportunity to accept jesus christ as the lord of your life and by doing this you can truly begin to live your life again people tell me you know what does it feel like to have jesus in your life you know what what does it feel like you know what, what's you know i can't tell you that i can tell you how you can accept Him, and you can experience that on your own. And then together, then you'll know. Oh, that's what it feels like.
0: Yeah.
1: And it's more than a feeling. Oh, yeah. Okay?
0: Feelings are fickle. Right. They're going to change. They're going to come and go.
1: That's right. It's a knowing.
0: It is. It's a When knowing. you
1: know the God of the universe lives inside of you, then you can truly begin to start over again. So, Lord Jesus, we thank you for this time together. Father, we pray for everyone who's listening on this podcast, Father, that doesn't know you. You know, those who need to rededicate their lives to you would do so right now by saying, Lord Jesus, come into my life. Please, Lord, begin my life over again to start over. Lord, thank you. We thank you for all the miracles you're going to do through so many. In Jesus' name, amen.
0: You know what? The last thing I wanted to say is embrace this time. Mm -hmm. Get excited about it. And ooh, that may just not hit you right, but I'm telling you, and I know that I know that I know from Mm -hmm. experience, stay in today, take this one day at a time. Don't try to do this by yourself. Lean on people, but more than that, let this be a time that you really turn to God and say, God, if you do not help me in humility, I will not get through this. And then he will show up because right now he's got you right where he wants you, which is totally dependent upon him. That's where he wants us. That's
1: right. Just Just remember, we have an awesome God. He loves you.
0: We love you. And we love you. Start living it up.
1: That's right. Have a great day.